Ladies and gentlemen, Train Hot Live Strong family, what's going on? You know what day it is. It is Monday, and I'm here to drop you all with a nice episode, bringing on an amazing guest speaker, a, actually a highly requested guest speaker. She was a uh, Titan Game Season 2 competitor. She's also the owner and founder of The Goat Wine. If you want to go check out her wine, all you got to do is head over to Instagram at The Goat Wine. And if you also want to check out our guest speaker today, Go over to Instagram as well at 321GO, but it's spelled a little bit different, all right? 321 and then G-A-U-X. But whenever she's talking in this episode, I want you to pay attention to the things that she talks about, how she relates fitness and health to her wine and how everything kind of comes into play. Uh, We get so struck on whenever we are pursuing a dream in our fitness journey or if we're pushing for our health or a transformation that we want to do with inside of ourselves and our body, we get lost on you know comparisons or we get lost on putting ourselves down because we don't look how we're supposed to look or you know we're not getting results as fast or whatever the case may be. The guest speaker today really hits on how you should be viewing yourself in life overall, how your mentality should be, how positive you should be viewing yourself. And it's really, really a mind opener. So whatever you're doing right now, if you're driving, if you're cleaning, or whatever you're doing right now while you're listening to this amazing podcast, I want you to pay attention to everything that she talks about. Without further ado, everybody, let's welcome our guest speaker today, Margot Alvarez. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations, and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. How you doing, Margo? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. It's been, uh, it's been. I've been wanting to get you on the show for the for the longest time, and people have been want. They have actually requested for you to come on the show. Oh, because, really? Yeah, yeah. Because um, it started. We interviewed. Um, obviously, you know Kelly Stone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, okay. So we interviewed her a while ago, before I even really knew anything about Titan Games or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. And um, just because what she does is amazing, I wanted to talk to her about that. That's and so cool. um, yeah, and then then she was like, I saw the Titan Games. I was like, oh my God, who are these people? And then like I started, you know, looking into all you guys and like you're, I liked everything you were doing. And I was like, oh my God, I got I to gotta have her on the show. People would love her and then ask them and they want you on the show. So like now That's you're so here. So, yeah, so it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, well, um, thank you. Uh, Kelly's an awesome individual. Obviously having the opportunity to compete with her and get to know her was really rad. Uh, and just meeting so many awesome people on the Titan show was also a unique opportunity. So I'm grateful for that. But I'm honored that everyone wanted to have me. So that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. So you're pretty famous over here. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> so I know we were talking a little bit before. Uh, right now, you are currently in uh, Las Vegas, right? Nevada? Yeah, correct. In Las Vegas. Nice. And it's hot as hell right now, right? Yes, it is very hot out here. <laughs> I, uh, I was just in California for a short bit. And that was hot, but it was more humid and muggy. Vegas has a nice dry heat, so I think I've acclimated to that dry heat. I really like it. Okay. It's supposed to be this last, I think this weekend was like 115, 113 around there. So it's kind of tempered, temperature down a little bit. I think it's like 108 right now. So staying oh indoors, a nice, cool AC. 
<laughs> have you ever been um, over here, like to uh, Texas area around here at all? Yes, I've been over there kind of, I want to say like in like May, a couple years ago. Uh-huh. And it's hot and humid over there. Like definitely not the humidity that I had, I felt in California. That's very mild humidity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Texas can definitely have a lot of humidity, which is uh, it's a little different of an environment. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we just, I just came back from Arizona. Um, I nice. was in uh, you know where Laughlin is I think I asked you before mm-hmm. yeah okay so there's a bullhead city like right across the river and yep. so I, we were visiting family and stuff and um uh the heat I, I remember thinking to myself I prefer Arizona heat than Houston heat but after going yeah. over there like no way I feel like this is a, I can do better here oh really oh man yeah I think I'd rather do the dry heat than like the humidity any humidity. day <laughs> yeah it, it is pretty I'll tough. enjoy it but I think I'd prefer the dry heat yeah, I think so too. In some cases, I guess. Yeah. Um, so you have a lot of stuff, you have a lot of stuff going on. And, and one thing that I find very fascinating about, about you as an individual and a business owner as well, is what you're trying to do with your wine business and fitness and just life overall and just bringing that all together. But for everyone who doesn't know who you are, our current listeners, future listeners, um, can you give like a nice little background story on, uh, you know, just how you got to who you are today? Yeah. So I've always been a very active individual, uh, moved around a lot with my, my family, uh, two younger sisters growing up. We spent most of our time in Montana, grew up there, went to university. Um, and then I graduated from there and went and moved to the Bay area. I knew I wanted to work in the fitness or health industry. And so I looked for some jobs there, ended up becoming a marketing assistant and then becoming a personal trainer as well. And so that's where kind of my love for fitness evolved. From there, I eventually found CrossFit and wanted to compete and challenge myself. Um, during that time at my university, my sister passed away. So it was a very challenging time. Personally, my family situation, it was hard because she was obviously so close to me. We were about two years apart. And that was really something that kind of changed me. It allowed me to figure out maybe what I want to do, what path do I want to go. She was someone that really lived every moment to its fullest. And I think that kind of put me on a different trajectory once she passed. It's like, all right, well, she's no longer here, but how can I honor her and how can I live for her? And so I threw myself into fitness, whether that was running, Tough Mudders, obstacle courses. Um, I just loved working out because I think for myself, it was an outlet where I could find a way where I could maybe cope with emotions or work through emotions or express my emotions. Yes. Um, and it took a little bit of a while, but I eventually kind of found my groove. And I think that what, what's kind of threw me into the competitive side was like, how far can I push myself? How how challenging can I go down a path? And so I think that's where it led me to the competitive aspect within CrossFit. And I did that for a good number of years, about eight or nine years. And while I was competing, um, we had some property where we were growing grapes. We were making home production wine for a good number of years. And there was a pivotal point where my husband asked me, you know, what, you know, what are you going to do next? Like in my mind, I was, I wanted to win. And then once I achieved that, what would I do next in the stride? So I started to think, all right, how are we going to blend my two passions together, fitness and wine? And I love the mirror with training or anything in life, you know, family, career, but also the mirror between that and winemaking. Winemaking, it's a process. It takes a long time to grow the grapes. You harvest them, you crush them, you press them, you let them age in the bottle or age in the barrels. And it's a very lengthy process. And I think that same thing can reflect into life. Like you go to school for whether it's high school or college or a master's, it takes a good number of years to build a family. It takes a good number of years. Same thing with a career. It takes a lot of sacrifices. So I love the two mirrors and I wanted to blend those two together to be able to share with people and say, hey, you can work hard towards your goals, no matter what industry or what facet it is. But at the end of the day, make sure you embrace that struggle. You in- embrace the successes that you come along and then have a glass or two or bottle of wine with your family, depending on what <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. 
That's so. so that was cool. kind of kind of trying to condense it. So, but that's been uh, we've been we were able to launch in 2017, and so we've been around for three years selling mainly um, online. But now we got into distribution market about two years ago, and so my biggest obviously passion is to help and give back to the community, uh, mm-hmm. and I want to be able to share my story and other stories of other individuals that are out there to hopefully inspire others to go after their goals and motivate them to you know stay the course or maybe get into fitness. And this obviously new opportunity arose end of last year to be on the Titan show. And it was just an incredible opportunity to come cross paths with other individuals that have gone through other challenges in their life, but I've also been able to overcome those and, you know, reach for their, their, uh, their overall goals in life. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so awesome. Uh, I, I did hear you, you mentioned that I believe in um, your little trailer, right? In the Titan games that, uh, mm-hmm. that you, that you did lose your sister. Um, and, and I remember, I remember hearing that for the first time. And uh, a lot of us, I, I I served in the military for four years. And nice, thank you um, for your service. Absolutely, and I'm I'm very sorry for your loss. That must, that must have been very difficult. And but you, yeah. uh, it's making you who you are today. And mm-hmm. uh, I can almost guarantee she's very proud of you. So, um, but I, a lot of us, uh, we latch on to these things. You know, we latch on to things that happen in life. And and yeah. one thing that is obviously amazing is that you used that to fuel yourself. You used it to, to fuel who you are. Um, my grandmother passed away when I was in high school and I was barely starting to become, um, you know, a man and, and going into the military and all that stuff. And she was always there for me. You know, she was the one that raised me along with my mom. And, uh, and so that was something that I used. I, so I jumped out of airplanes as well. And I it was very nerve wracking, like so scary. Right. And, Every time I would go to do it, uh, you know, I would I would basically like talk to her and say, hey, you know, like I'm going to be in the sky for a little bit. Something happens like I'll see you in a few minutes or whatever, you know, something to kind of help me feel like feel better. Yeah, feel comfortable. So I feel like it's very fascinating that you took that and you used it as as fuel to just basically ambition. It's like you're never ending like fuse that just doesn't burn out. Mm hmm. I think it's something that I know, like, no matter where I'm at or what I do, she's always going to be with me in spirit. Obviously, I would love to have her be here physically with me to be able to kind of share this journey together. But I think that was something that she knew as an individual. She was very passionate about life. She loved to cook. She loved wine. And obviously, I feel like she kind of, in a way, maybe inspired me um, in maybe other ways that I didn't really know at the time to kind of follow my my goal and more, more my mission in life. I think it's something that my parents named me after Chateau Margaux, which is a famous area in France for wine. Wow. And I think it's something that obviously, you know, look full circle. It's like, all right, that's kind of ironic how that worked out. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, I think, you know, you can kind of create your destiny. You can create what you're working towards. Obviously there's going to be a lot of sacrifices or things that aren't going to always going to happen in your favor. You'll be told no a lot. You'll have doors shut in your face that you were hoping to really stay open for yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's something I've learned um, through long days of training when I was competing, but also through the business. And, and this, I think, can transfer to anyone out there that are looking for career or family, whatever they're working towards. There's going to be a lot of trials and tribulations, but they shape who you are. And if you can learn from that, and you can kind of embrace that and take that with you and say, hey, how can I use this to adapt or overcome or evolve as an individual? I think that'll help not only yourself, but also that might help um, outwardly to the environment and the community around you. Absolutely. It'll, it'll, it's like contagious, you know, to, to everybody mm-hmm. else around you. And it's, that's very powerful. Yes, yeah. absolutely. One thing that, that you were talking about that I didn't even think about, I didn't even think about it 
the process to create wine is it is long. Like I wasn't even thinking about it. And um, the way that you uh, analyzed it in detail and explained it in depth, that is such a fascinating way to view to view it, um, the entire process, and like you comparing that to training or your career or relationships and stuff like that. When did that click for you? When did you f- want to compare that process to the rest of the world, or or vice versa? Yeah, I think just doing. I mean, doing the home production wine for a good number of years. I mean, you see how long it takes to harvest a row of grapes. So the row of grapes would take my husband and I about, you know, four hours to do one. So for eight hours in a day, you did two rows. You're like, man, this takes a long time. <laughs> and I think it was kind of there. We are like, hey, like, just like anything else, if I want to get a strict pull-up or if I want to be able to do a seven-minute or six-minute or five-minute mile, like, I have to take time to slowly get there. So it's just magically going to, like, poof and happen. And so I think seeing that parallel early on, allowed me to kind of give me perspective of obviously training, but also perspective, like the business is going to take a while to build, Mm -hmm. but it's like, how can I continue to kind of chip away at it to make sure I'm making strides forward? Um, Even if there's a couple steps backwards or a couple steps to the side, how can I continue to push forward or push that envelope in the positive direction or direction that I want it to while saying, Hey, it's going to be a process. It's going to be some, some ups and downs or maybe not forward progress as much as I want, but continue to press forward. I'll eventually get there just like anything else. I mean, schooling can take four to five years. Like my university degree took five years and I took a lot of classes. I did a couple study abroads, but it's like, you just take each semester at a time and say, all right, I'm going to do this class and that class. And I think understanding that and not putting yourself to the fire um, allows you to say, all right, cool. Like, if maybe I don't reach this goal, I was a little bit closer to that. And I think that's a positive and a win for the day. So it's seeing those small wins every single day and how that can add up over time. Yes. Yes. You know, I, uh, okay. So fitness has been a part of my life for forever. I was, I was playing basketball since I was, you know, I could, I could walk. Um, and, and then basketball led into other sports. And then, uh, in high schools when, you know, I began lifting weights and figuring out what training was weightlifting, powerlifting, movement like that specifically, and mm-hmm. how that can improve who you are as an athlete. Because at that point in time, that's Definitely. what it was, just just those two things I was connecting. Um, and then the whole mindset thing became like when I was in the military, like then training was like mentality. Like, so it grew inside fitness. But then it, I was so passionate about helping other people and, and pushing it out to other people that uh, I opened up my own business here when I got out in 2017. That's and awesome. um, yeah, so, so I've been doing it for since then you know boot camps uh in person online you know all this cool stuff that i love doing and one thing i always tell people is especially during a workout and and they don't they hate it but just because (laughs) they're in so much you know it burns or they're in pain or they're exhausted but i say hey you know one rep at a time one rep at a time and because i think a lot of a lot of people who are pushing through life are striving so hard in their goals which is awesome keep doing that if that's what's driving you then keep driving keep driving but one thing that uh, I'm gathering from everything you're saying is that, you know, basically patience is, is very important to have. And especially whenever you are um, trying to grow a business or trying to make the best bottle of wine you could possibly make, you're going to have to put in like tedious time and, and, and take your time and, and be patient with the process because you believe in it. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so when I tell them that, you know, th- I feel like we're so focused on, I want to lose the 30 pounds or I want to get that strict pull up. That's what I want. And that's good. Okay. Keep that. That fuels you, but don't beat yourself down because you couldn't do it in a certain amount of time that you wanted it in. Like you are here 
taking it rep by rep. Let's just do it yeah. set by set. You know, you're coming in, you're becoming a better person every day. Same thing with school. If you're struggling in school and you feel tired or you're just exhausted, just take it day by day. Take it, you know, chapter by chapter. Or if you're in your business, take it day by day. Take it dollar by dollar. Like, <laughs> fig- figure it out. And uh, and that's that's one thing that I didn't even think about whenever you mentioned it. But, um, you know, the whole process of building wine, that's I, I could see how that were to like, if I was a kid and, and I got in trouble, and like my parents are like, hey, go do this bottle of wine, like, or go make this bottle of wine. Like it would take me time to do it. And I feel yeah. like that could teach people some things. Yeah, I think it's definitely, it's been able to teach me obviously a lot, but I think that's, that was the biggest thing is we wanted to put those two together, bring that marriage of fitness and wine together. Cause mm-hmm. obviously there's a lot of parallels within that, but I think it's also a lessons and just education from it as well. It's like, it takes a process and people say, you know, enjoy the journey. And yes, it might be a little cliche, but it's like, that's why it's kind of cliche because everyone says it. It's a term that's coined out there, but I think it's really important just like stop and smell the roses, but it's like the process you spend so much more time in that process. Like if here's your start point and here's your end point, right? Mm -hmm. Once you start like, cool, you started that journey. You took that step. You started that day. Once you reach the end goal, like you stand on the podium or you get that strike, pull up. Awesome. You achieved it. But how much more time did you spend in the middle? So much more time in the middle is being spent (laughs) or working towards that goal. And it's tough because like, once I get there, I'll be happy. Once I do this, I'll be happy. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, but what about during the process? Like, are you happy there? Are you enjoying it? Like, yes, everything's not going to be sunshine and rainbows all the time, but it's like, how can we see the the small happiness within it or the, the struggles that might be hard, but it's like, that's going to sharpen you and become, allow you to become a little bit stronger physically, but also mentally, or might allow you to become a little more adapted to the business or whatever it is you're trying to work towards. And so that's something we've tried to convey. And I continue to share with people. It's like, hey, we always get caught up in the journey. And with competing, you spend so much time in the gym training, and then you get to that podium, you're like, I won. But it's like, how much time is spent on that podium versus how much time you're spending in the gym working towards the goals? So much more in the gym. And so it's just kind of a reminder to like share like, hey, it, there's a lot that's going on, but embrace it, be happy, sit with the moment. And at the end of the day, like really appreciate the day that you had, because I think just with my personal experiences, like not every day is guaranteed. You're not guaranteed next week, next year, next month, not to be negative, but just kind of like, Hey, like realistic for granted. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I see, even you're teaching me stuff right now that <laughs> I see my mentality to be honest, I never thought about that. Yes, in my mind, I always tell people and I tell myself, enjoy the process. I love, I love the journey. I love every rep. I love all that stuff. That stuff fuels me. But I never thought of it like what you just said. You, you spend n- barely a, like a percent of that time celebrating because you won. You're on that podium, whatever it is. But the entire journey that you took, all the sacrifices, all waking up before the sun comes up, waking up before your kids come up, uh, you know, doing your workouts after a long day of work like and school some of you are maybe single parents or whatever it is going on you're doing so much stuff that that is the journey and time does fly by um and that's so cool i never even thought about the way you just said it that's that's actually like mind-blowing yeah (laughs) that's actually really good and I've talked to a lot of people too. Like there's probably people that like they've been working out for years and it's easy for them. So encouraging others like, Hey, like they've never done any fitness. They've never done anything. They've ever made a priority or made time or space for it in their life. So it's like, Hey, maybe it's just like five minutes a day. You get up and you go walk. If you have a dog, take them out. If not, maybe you just like get up and stretch, but it's just taking that time and setting some sort of intention for the day. So it's like, Hey, like I'm going to start my fitness journey. Maybe you're 50 years old and you've never done any physical activity whatsoever. Like 
you can get started and it's just like just take it one small step at a time like that five minutes will eventually come 10 minutes 10 minutes will eventually come 15 and then next thing you know like they're going to a class or they're spending an hour at a camp and it's like man that's like it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it because like I, I hopefully can give that to people. Hopefully people can recognize it themselves. Like it's just a little bit each day that will add up. And it's those little things that add up over time that like, Oh, I couldn't do this a year ago, but now I can. And it, that's where it's like, man, that entire year process was super cool. Not that that's the end, but then you start to pivot and say, all right, what else can I do now? Yeah. Dang girl. This is like, <laughs> we're only like 15 minutes in this thing. And that's so much energy. That's so much power. That's so much value that, uh, that I hope a lot of people can grasp right now. It's uh, very important to, to just simply live. You know, I, I used to see this a lot too. Like people would tell me too, like live in the moment. Because mm-hmm. as you know, we as business owners or what, if you have a dream or a goal you want to accomplish, you, are, you want it so bad that you're just pushing, you're pushing, you're pushing. And then one client just becomes a client or one bottle or, or case just becomes a bottle or case. And then you're not really in the moment, loving every step of the way. Uh, and I think that's very important for people to understand is, uh, is just every second, every second, every, every day is, is very important. And, and how do you get to that goal? Because of the days that you spent putting in the time to mm-hmm. finally achieve that, that final end math. But one thing too that I want to ask you is uh, what your wine is called goat wine, right? Yeah, the goat wine, greatest of all time. The greatest of all time. That's so cool. Um, <laughs> What is, is that what made you, uh, what, what's behind this? What, like, I know everything you're saying, it kind of already kind of paints a picture, but like, what, why did you want to label it as that? So we wanted something unique and different. Um, we have a multitude of different labels, about five different labels. Uh-huh. The one, when we were looking at something, the, the goat, we wanted to stand out. We wanted to essentially grab someone's attention. If you look at the wine industry, it's very saturated. There's so much wine out yep. there. People are like, what do I drink? What do I pick and what do I choose? When we were targeting the younger generations. Mm-hmm. Um, you think of when they go to a wine. I'm not sure if you've purchased wine before, a wine shop or a restaurant or however, a grocery store. If you go in there, a lot of people are looking at the labels. 50% of people will say they've told us like I base my wine off the label that I see on the wine and wow. so we wanted something catchy and unique and so the image of our of our bottle has a picture of a goat on there licking its lips and <laughs> obviously kind of as an acronym is something yeah. that's a little more recent uh stands for obviously greatest of all time and people think of it as in sports they might think of Tiger Woods as golf mm-hmm. um they might think of Tom Brady for football or other individuals out there but we didn't want to just just target just sports it could be anything it could be the greatest of all time in your life it could be a, a business person it could be a mentor it could be a family member a grandmother a brother a sister it could be someone that you see as like the goat in your eyes and you essentially can share that story or share that memory with them and so we wanted something unique and different and when we first started we sh- started with a short fat bottle so it was a hawk bottle. Looks okay. kind of like a Pirates of the Caribbean bottle. We right, did right. Work and wax, and so we wanted something that stands out, and that was our entry into the wine market or into the wine industry because it's different and it's unique. And mm-hmm. so that was our inspiration behind the label. Um, as we evolved in this past most recent production, we ended up doing a more traditional bottle, but with a higher shoulder, um, but still with the goat name and still with the goat image. That's so cool. Yeah, I, whenever you, uh, I think you made a post or something, and and it, you put goat in the what it meant, like the acronym, and I was like, what the hell? I wonder if goat always meant greatest of all time. Like I didn't even think about, <laughs> I didn't even think about that yeah. type of acronym. So that's that's so like that's, that's so perfect. Yeah, it's so perfect. Um, and and with your wine, 
uh, is it just, you have just like a specific, like a, a red or do you have like whites or like how, how does all that yeah, stuff work? Yeah, so we focus mainly on blends. And so the goat is a red blend, a petite Syrah, Syrah and Grenache. Uh-huh. So I love blends just because it can bring out different flavors of the different grapes that are out there. But it's something that I look at a lot of younger generations. They're, they're looking to get into wine. A lot of them are looking to try something new. Blends yeah. are a little bit easier to drink, something smoother. Um, and our biggest thing is like a lot of people think they're like, I don't know anything about wine. It's okay. You don't have to know everything about wine. It's just like finding like what you like, what you like to enjoy. Obviously, if you're going off a label or the varietal, that will kind of dictate maybe what you gravitate towards to purchase. Um, for us, it's just wanting to teach people like, hey, like we're not saying it's healthy, but it's like you deserve it. You work hard. Like we earn, You want, we want you to earn your grapes. So you work hard. You put that effort out. You physically exert yourself or you have a long day at the end of the day. And it's like you get to celebrate with a bottle of goat um, or a wine that you like enjoy. And we have a lot of friends that don't drink. So it doesn't have to necessarily be like, hey, I'm going to drink wine at the end of the day. It yeah. could be having um, a club soda with lime or having a soda with your kids or sitting on the couch eating bonbons, just celebrating that moment. And our biggest thing is just embrace the day that you had and then celebrate the time with those around you and enjoy that moment. And I think it's really important to do that because I think as a society, we can get so caught up in the next thing and the next thing. And that's great to be kind of having goals and aspirations, but also take a step back to like, look back and say, all right, this is what I achieved. Like, let me allow myself to celebrate it. Yeah. absolutely. You know, and I, like I said before, I really do hope that everyone's really absorbing everything that you are saying, because even when, uh, so I got out of the military. So even in the military as well. Like, okay, so I got out 2017. I would say 2006 or 15 all the way to when I got out. And then still maybe like an, a year, a year and a half afterwards, I would I would never uh, break like my my diet, basically. Like mm-hmm. how, how I trained and stuff like that. It was, that was it, dude. It was priority. I would not enjoy time with my friends or family and I wouldn't enjoy the moment um, because if I were to take this, it would destroy what I've been working so hard for. And in that um, mentality that I had, obviously, you know, it doesn't ruin the memories, but it could have, they could have been better. I could have made them better if I would have just have celebrated and, and been cool with just um, loving what you're accomplishing and, and loving what you're doing and enjoying the day right? Enjoying your day. And exactly. because and if you've done everything you have done and everything you could do at a hundred percent all day, who says that you can't, you know, wind down just like you're saying at night, you know, and, yeah. and celebrate and look back at your day and be like, wow, like I did this workout at this time in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. I did this. I ate clean all day. Um, I read this book or I read this, or I did this with my son or my daughter, or, you know, I was able to spend an hour of quality time with my husband, my wife, my boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, and you can look back at those times, you know, and, and that's why I really do hope that everyone's paying attention to what you just said, because um, if I could have gone back, I would have just been, you know, more in the moment. I would have been able to to enjoy some of those moments the way that I have wanted to enjoy them because now I do and nothing changes. Like I would have been fine. You know, my physique or my mentality, everything, my health would have been fine, you know, because I do it now and and I feel better mentally than I was before. And it's a lot about balance. And there Mm -hmm. are times out there where like maybe you're being more restrictive because of you're doing a competition or you have to be aware of like what you're putting in your body or what you're, the amount of sleep you're getting. There's a lot of things where obviously there's plenty of times where I had to say a lot of a no to a lot of events where I was out so social interactions where I needed to go train. Yeah. 
But I think the biggest point that we're just trying, we're promoting that I'm sharing is that find that balance and everyone's balance is a little different. Um, But I'm saying, you know, Hey, if you work hard during the day, like enjoy a glass of wine at the end of the day, if it's not wine, maybe something else, but Mm -hmm. again, have that balance in life. And that can be with like social media that could be time on the computer. And obviously I catch myself a lot. Like it's so easy to be on my phone for hours, whether it's answering messages or emails or looking at orders or things that I need to do or projects that are coming up content that I need to go through. And it's great. And it's awesome because I'm working, but then it's like next thing I know, I just sat on my phone for like five hours doing all this stuff. And Crazy, like, huh? Yeah. I was like bl- glazed over with anything else. And I've sat at my computer. I've done hours at work. I mean, I get up and stretch or whatever, feed the dog, eat some food, but I can sit on my computer for 12 hours and that's great. But at the end of the day, it's like, Hey, like take, take some time to like detach or disconnect because it's like, I know I feel so much better when I've been able to like, at least allow myself like some actual space where I'm living versus being on the computer or my phone or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's, I think it's a big thing is finding balance is true in all aspects. Yes. Yeah. It's just, for me personally, finding that balance was just to find a specific time or a specific moment to just cut everything out. Like, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't have to, uh, you know, send this invoice today. I could do this tomorrow. Or I don't have to reply to this today. I could do this tomorrow. Like, it's not going to harm anything. Uh, it, there are urgent things that you have to make sure of, and that's different. Uh, but same thing with your family. There are urgent emotional connections you need to connect with with your friends or your family and stuff like that. So yeah, finding that balance is, is true. And, um, and no matter, you know, I've, I've read tons of books, I've listened to tons of stuff and um, all those amazing influencers, they're, they play a big role in my mentality, my life, my perspective. But yeah. when it comes down to you finding what works for you, there's no book for it. There's it's yeah. finding it's within yourself to find out what that balance is. Not at all. Mm-hmm. That's it's, so true. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it's it's uh, and it takes time, you know. Just like everything you've been saying, that's why it's so cool hearing it from, like like the wine stuff. Like it's it's you're opening my mind up to like something I never even thought about, which is yeah. so which is so awesome. And you, so you said that um, your name it comes from France. Yeah, so Margot, it's a French name, but um, Chateau, the inspiration behind it was my parents. They loved wine from Chateau Margot region, and uh-huh. so that was kind of the inspiration be, behind being named that. So okay. to be able to kind of come for, so, for like full circle um, and then be a winemaker and work towards my goals, create a business, and be in the wine industry, it's like, oh, like not that that was like destined to happen, <laughs> but it's kind of like, oh, that's ironic. But yeah. You know, they, what they say about like things that are ironic or things that like, you know, are coincidental, they're not so much coincidental. So it's just interesting how it played out. Right, right. And then you, uh, have you been to France or at all? Yeah. So I did, um, in college, I did two study abroads. One of them was into Monaco. One of them was at Monaco, but uh-huh. I lived in the south of France for about a semester in Capdai. Um, didn't have the opportunity or chance to go see any like wine regions over there when I was there. Obviously, I was right. full time, mm-hmm. but um, I would love to have the chance to go back there and see some of the wineries. Um, whether that's in Italy, France, Spain, it's just, it's so gorgeous up there. There are a lot of old world areas that have so much history. Um, so to be able to make the, a trip out there in the future would be incredible. Um, but the biggest focus has been, you know, 
building the company, building the brand, being able to have people see the wine and taste the wine. Cause the hardest thing is we don't have a physical tasting spot, like a mm. wine, like a, like a wine bar or a wine shop where we can have people come in. So we have gotten the wine into a lot of local spots here in Vegas. And so we do a lot of promotions and a lot of community events here, which has been great. Cool. Um, but the biggest thing is getting people to try the wine and see the wine just because there's so many other brands and companies out there. And it's such a saturated industry where it's like, Oh, there's this wine and there's this wine and there's this company and this brand. So our biggest thing has been, about community supporting one another um embracing that struggle embracing that success that you will come across and celebrating that so we'll continue to kind of do as much as we can within the community in vegas we used to do a lot of wine yoga nights but (laughs) we had to stop we had to stop a lot of those just because of traveling and um, a lot of gyms shut down a lot of places didn't allow anything like that so hopefully in the near future we can do more of those yes okay cool 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 so uh, that's awesome that uh, everything that Goat wine, that's so cool. And, and everything that you have opened my mind to, is uh, has that's awesome. That is that is so, so cool. Ne- things I would have never thought about. Um, and so how was you going into the Titan Games? Like how – did you know about it? Did you – did they reach out to you? Did you want to go? Like was it something that you – had like on a bucket list or like how did all that kind of make up for yeah, you? So I had um, the production staff that does American Ninja Warrior that had reached out to me like end of 2018 about American Ninja Warrior. Um, and I always thought, man, that'd be kind of cool to try. I'm not super ninja skilled, but I was like, why not change it up and challenge myself? And I'm always gravitating for challenges. So I applied cool. for that, got selected for that, got to go do that. And then the end of 2019, um, the same production or the same staffing a um, group of people were casting for Titan uh, for Titan Games. And so they said, hey, you know, if you'd like to, you should try this. You should apply. Check it out. I was like, all right, that'd be awesome. And I saw the first season. So I was like, this would be something a little more up my alleyway. And so I, uh, I applied for that, did a video submission, uh, filled out application, put it in. And then I got selected as one of the 30 uh, women to go down for the preliminaries. And right. then once we did the preliminaries or the combine, I got selected to be one of the 18 to continue on to the show. So that was a really cool experience. I had an absolute blast. Um, I didn't know, like, you just never know if things are going to happen or not happen. So it was a really uh, unique, again, like I said before, a unique opportunity to go be there and just be within tons of different individuals with different backgrounds, different skill sets, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of hear everyone else's story. And it was really um, inspiring because you hear some people's stories and you're like, man, like, they've been through some tough stuff as well. And so it's also like very motivating to say, Hey, like there's people out there that are busting their ass and doing what they need to do to provide for themselves or the family. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it was a really cool, unique experience overall. That's so awesome. The, and the, the obstacles y'all did was uh, so fun. Like it looks so cool. Like the way you guys are doing and stuff, you, if someone were to look at you, you look very athletic. You look very fit. What, um, did anything, your style of training, did anything, your nutrition, anything change going into competing against these amazing athletes as well? Uh, leading up to it, I did a little more odd object training, like okay. sledgehammer stuff, sledgehammer work, um, D-balls, heavy D-balls, like wall balls, but heavier. Just did a lot more odd object training, still trained the high intensity, still did some lifting. Um, but I knew obviously like strength is good, but you also need the ability to like, recover. So the cardio, uh, cardio endurance is really important kind of respiratory endurance is important, but also odd object or odd movement things where it's like, you might not see it in a gym, but you might see it outside. So mm-hmm. we implemented a little bit more of that leading up to it. That's so cool. As um, I think, well, in the fitness industry, I have every time I view a female that is lifting heavy weights or doing some crazy workouts, I always, I, it's like, 
motivating to me. And I'm like, oh my God, hell yeah, this girl's doing some crazy <laughs> stuff. And I feel like every woman should tap in to that. Um, I wouldn't say masculinity, but like that, just that empowerment that you guys have inside of you. Because I always say um, females can do amazing things, right? They give birth. That's the only reason why our population is so big because females are giving birth, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and whenever they begin to train, weightlift, CrossFit, gymnastic, that to me becomes so lethal. These women can, can do so much incredible stuff. But one thing I, I, I always ask other people too, um, and you're kind of in both worlds. You're in obviously the fitness industry because you like to train and stuff like that. And you're also, you have your own business and stuff. Do you ever get people who doubt you because you are a female? Um, not that I've been doubted, but the, the female space in within the wine industry isn't very large. There's a lot more males in the wine industry, okay. but it's not that it's doubted. It's just, I think it's maybe not as common to be seen. Right. I think obviously things are, a lot, are changing a lot more. And obviously there's more people in the fitness realm, more people in the business. Um, and I think obviously with social media now, like we see a lot more on social media. It's whereas before, maybe 10, 20 years ago, we didn't see as much of it. Um, I just think it's, again, there's not that many, there are more women winemakers and more women within the wine industry coming up, but maybe not as before, not as many as we saw before. Okay. It well, good. But it's like, it's like, I'm going to go do what I need to do and be capable and make sure I have the resources or do what I need to do to be successful. And obviously it, it takes a lot of work and takes a lot of time. Uh, and money and all that, but it's right. like, I'm going to continue to keep striving. And in terms of being doubted before it was, it was being doubted just not necessarily as a woman or man, but it was more like, Oh, you won't be able to get there. You won't be able to achieve that because of X, Y, Z. Mm. And it's like, no, I was able to achieve it. This was more in the fitness and competition realm, right. but it's like, there are a lot of people out there that are doubters, a lot of people out there that are haters. And a lot of it comes down to projection from inside out of the individual that's hating on you or that's mm-hmm. You and the biggest thing I've learned in terms of that is it, it comes down to the environment you're in. If you're in a toxic environment, whatever kind of environment or whatever type of goal you're going towards, that environment that you're around can be detrimental because it can pull yourself down. You can create start self start to create self doubt in your mind. Right. Um, unfortunately, I found has been it's friends or family in the environment that you're close with that are the ones maybe the most toxic. And so sometimes you have to pull yourself out of environments or situations that aren't going to be beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are really hard yes. at times, but in the long run, it'll help you actually get where you'll need to go. And it'll kind of leapfrog you or uh, piggyback you up to the next level for yourself. But it's hard because when you're in an environment where you think people are supportive or encouraging and they're actually not, they're trying to tear you down. It's, it's hard because you're, you're then um, on a wheel like a hamster and you're just spinning your wheels trying to go somewhere, but the people around you are pulling, it, pulling you down. So toxic environment can, be, um, can definitely be detrimental in terms of not helping you or supporting you. And so I've had to pull myself out of those environments in the past. And I just think that's something I've shared with people in the future. It's like, just be aware of that and know that and just hopefully have some cognizance of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy whenever you start diving into like um, waters that you're unaware with or territory that you've never been at. Uh, it is crazy because I used to never think that uh, your circle would shrink, uh, but it's not because I guess my opinion, my perspective, it's not because um, you, people are leaving you. It's because of they either one can't keep up, right? Or they don't, they can't compare to the dreams you have. And because you are taking your way out of these situations. And um, that is, is, is good. Just like with, if you are going to go down a fitness journey and you have, 
you know, things in your home that you feel like are going to break your cravings or, or, you know, make you go down temptation or things like that. Or people that say, you know, Hey dude, you've been fat your whole life. There's no way you're going to, you know, lose 30, 40, 50 pounds, or you've been skinny your whole life. There's no way you're going to be able to bench 315 or deadlift 405. Like there's no way, you know? So you, once you take your way out of these, out of these situations, um, and I feel like a lot of us are listening right now and you and I, we've, um, gone through those situations for sure. And uh, multiple times even. And uh, whenever you do that, there are bigger doors that open up whenever you close just this little small one, you know? Definitely. 100%. Yes. That's powerful stuff. What with, and it's so cool because, like I said, you have both worlds here. So with um, you having your own business and then you, you know, um, just living life and doing what you love and, and going and competing in the Titan Games, what does training do for you? like mentally physically what does it do for margo it, it's my outlet it allows me to if you get any stress out or sweat it out it allows me to kind of clear my mind i feel so much better after i do some sort of physical activity and i've noticed that there's periods of time where i get caught up in the business and i'm like all right tomorrow i'll, start, I'll do some training tomorrow i push it off a couple <laughs> days yeah um, it's like it kind of adds up and i'm like man like i feel like a little more agitated or a little more irritated or i'm a little more sensitive to certain things it's like all right it, for me, it's like when I feel so much better physically, mentally, but just sweating. I think our bodies are designed to move. Our minds are designed to have some sort of movement, whether that's yoga or hiking or running or lifting or dancing, whatever it is. And so for me, it just means it allows me like peace and time for my body and my mind to like get whatever's inside out of me. And then it's like, oh, all right. Plus, I also feel very accomplished. doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter if I do like a class or if I go lift. I just feel like, all right, cool. I accomplished something that's a, a benefit to my body, my mind. And the biggest thing I've noticed is obviously if I want to help others, I first need to help myself. I need to make sure that I'm doing what I need to do for myself so I can be successful. So then in turn, I can then help others. And obviously that's in different formats and all the videos that we've done in YouTube and providing free workouts for people like that was like, Hey, like how can we help you get inspired to do some fitness? Or if you can't get to the gym, you don't have the ability to get to the gym. You're too timid or shy here. Like let the, let's get you working out in your garage. And so I think I just have benefited so much from the physical movement and working out that I want to be able to share that with others and hopefully get them to see the power of that and how it can help them so much more than maybe they don't have right now. Yes. I, if, I love that you brought that up, actually. If someone wanted to do those workouts, what, where can they find those those videos? Yeah, they can just go to my YouTube channel. It's uh, Margo Alvarez, and they go on there. And we've had a good number of numerous, numerous workouts over the years, but we have a lot more from, like, January on. Um, but there's anything from dumbbell version workouts to body weight versions to even scaled versions. So the goal and the interest is just to get people moving, get people active, and everything can be done in under 20 minutes. There's a warm-up, some stretching and mobility that can be done either before or after the workout, and then the workout itself. Sometimes I do the full workout with you. I'm exhausted. <laughs> like, but <laughs> yeah. it's really cool. like we're doing this together. And other times I'll give like a brief overview so they can like get it after it with the like music of their choice. Okay, sweet. Yeah, the the whole training aspect is um is like it's so hard to explain like the everything the way you explained it was was good i loved it the, the way you expressed your emotion through how training makes you feel is, is spot on but it's like that feeling whenever you are training it's something that i feel like is different for every single person this is why i tell everyone like yeah yeah this is why i tell everyone like you need to just go try it just go try it you'll see for yourself uh and, and you'll see if 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 it works for you or that type yeah. of training works for you weightlifting powerlifting 
compound lifts. Maybe it's hit. Maybe it's yoga. Maybe it's, um, you know, anything, you know, yep. anything, gymnastics. It could be anything. Um, Whatever, anything. Absolutely. And it's uh, it, that feeling. It's like, oh my, it's like when I'm training, I'm doing hit and I'm doing like, and I'm exhausted. And people think I'm freaking crazy. But, and, and I'm pretty sure people that, you know, talk to other people who train hard or anyone like, you know, maybe people think you're crazy too, the way you train or whatnot, but <laughs> it's uh, that, that feeling of exhaustion, that feeling of, of your heart beating and, and you're sweating and, and you're, and you're just breathing so hard and the blood mm-hmm. is flowing through your body. It's like, you feel so alive. I remember the first time I jumped out of, out of the airplanes for like the first few times, 10 times it like the feeling of not knowing what the hell's going to happen next. That made me feel so like, made me feel it made me feel alive i had so much like just emotions flying through my body and i feel like yeah yeah well yeah definitely i feel like if um once you because me jumping out of an airplane that fear can be anyone else maybe someone's that fearful to start a business or that fearful to ask that person out on a date that fearful to put in the resume for that dream job that they want or you know that fearful to go underneath that bar that has 500 pounds on it and do that squat you know so like that's um everyone has that thing but once you get past that thing especially when it comes down to working on yourself that is so powerful 100 percent. so crazy i love everything that you have talked about margo today this has been an amazing yeah it's been an amazing chat it's thank you yeah uh, i enjoyed it yes it you have you the way you speak is is i don't know what it is about us i got it's got this like energy this like uh this type of like vibration it's um it's such a good way that you speak and thank you i appreciate that yeah absolutely with your experiences and everything you've been going through too that's it's absolutely incredible but i do have one more question for you yes if someone out there right now might or is currently right now going through a family issue maybe they have lost somebody um, or maybe they are, are dealing with something right now in life that could be a big mental roadblock, mindset roadblock. What types of uh, like words of encouragement could you give someone right now that might be in that situation to get up and move forward? Yeah, it's um, I definitely just to take it kind of one day at a time. There'll be waves of emotions depending on what you're going through. Um, something I've learned is like to feel those emotions and be in that, in that state, in the emotional state. And sometimes it's hard because it's the last thing you really want to. But if you're sad, cry your eyes out, ball it out. If you're angry, like get upset, like do something to help get that anger out, whether it's like a punch, like doing exercise and it's a punching bag or screaming in the middle of nowhere, like whatever it is to kind of exert that energy. I think it's really important to kind of go through those emotions and sit with it because if you bottle up or try to push it down and not deal with it, then it will come down not necessarily to haunt you down the road, but it will come down later and maybe a, a, a worse form or you're not really dealing with it where you just kind of push it off, push it off. And I think it's hard because obviously I can't speak to everyone's experience, but like what I've learned and what I've found is like dealing with those emotions and talking about it, having discussions with friends or family, like it's okay to talk about it. Like it's good. And I think that's, some people have different aspects, but I think it's like talking about it allows you to kind of keep their memory alive in a good way. Um, and obviously reminiscing is great. And, it, and again, whether it's different situations, obviously there's different things that might come up, but I think sitting to those emotions, talking about it, being patient with yourself and there'll be a point where like, it feels like it's the end of the world, but knowing that it's obviously not, but thinking how can I honor them or how can I be there here on earth while they're not here? How can I help? you know, maybe have them continue their story or whatever it is. And so that's something I've found for myself is like talking about it, 
sharing a story. We ended up creating, um, I ended up creating a bottle of wine and dedicating it to my sister. And so the wine's named after her and we used one of her last paintings as a label. And so depending on what you do, whether that's creating a little memorial for them or that's creating a book or anything, a journal, something that you can kind of allow yourself to go through that, move through that experience, it's going to be very helpful and it'll take time. Um, There's still days where like, I'll be like super happy and then I'll just like think of something or a certain memory and it like will kind of trigger something and I'll be sad and I'll cry. But I think that's like, that's life. That's real. And I think people want more of that. And I think if you're able to connect with others out there, whether it's a support group, whether it's your family or friends, maybe someone that you randomly meet at the gym and you just connect with and you're like, you're able to share an experience um, depending on how you know one another. I think it's good to be able to get it out there because it's going to allow you to work through it. And it's uh, it's obviously going along a journey is always helpful with someone else versus by yourself. Yes. I'm not even adding anything to that, girl. That was it. Uh, such a great way to put everything in words. Wow. That was, that was really good. That was really good. If, if someone right now has just felt everything that I'm feeling right now, just feeling all the amazing value you're putting out there, loves your wine, wants to learn more about you, or maybe just reach out and say thank you, where's the best place for someone to reach out to you? So they can either reach out to me on Instagram, 321GO, G-A-U-X is my Instagram, or they can uh, hit up thegoatwine.com, any submission form or form that's submitted there that comes directly to me. Um, our goat wine, thegoatwine.com is also like a place where we have some of the training and some of the all the wine, obviously, in apparel on there. The Margot Alvarez YouTube channel is where we have all the fitness videos. So if you go on there, you can check out the fitness videos, and I kind of I coach you through different uh, stages. And then we also have the goat wine on Instagram as well, where we talk about the wine, we talk about lifestyle, kind of inspiring messages out there as well. So Awesome. Yes, the goat wine. So cool. <laughs> uh, everything that, that Margot just said, all the, all the links and websites and stuff, we're going to go ahead and put it in the show notes. So anyone out there who wants to just – Real quick, go to the description of the podcast. Uh, we'll have all the links there. You can just click in. You can go check them out or go taste some of her amazing wine too. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you know anyone right now who can grab value from this episode or maybe you just have connected with Margo or, or you just have, you're feeling something right now that you want to help other people and spread the love, all we ask is that you simply just share this episode out to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, your dad, somebody out there that, this, that they can benefit from. Because uh, the more people we can get to listen to these episodes, y'all, the more lives we can all change together. But thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Today, you just uh, listened to another amazing episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I am your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Margo Alvarez. And as usual, y'all, get out there, train hard. Live strong. All right, everybody. Bye. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.